At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lombardi Line, Vista, and the Sports Betting Network. As we say hi and get a week started here on the show, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Vista studios here at the South Point in New Jersey. Michael Lombardi, what's going on, my man? How was your weekend? Uh, you know, Patrick, it was good. I mean, I did not think that that Florida State-Notre Dame game was going to be a track meet, but it was fun to watch. It was great to see, uh, you know, the game, McKenzie uh, – uh, Milton McKenzie come back and make some incredible plays is coming off the injury, but it was a good weekend. I, I can't complain. Yeah, no, you, you mentioned it. It Jordan Travis got knocked out. Milton comes in, goes four of four touchdown drive, but this was, I mean, a 41 38 final. So this ended up closing seven and a half. So Notre Dame closing seven and a half. It goes obviously well over the posted total of 54, Michael, but this is about Notre Dame surviving nothing more than that. Because if you take a look, they enter the fourth up 38 20. So they're up 18 and the final 13 42, they were outscored 18, nothing to tie it up and had to to, head to overtime there. So this was uh, Florida state showed something under Norvell, but Notre Dame survives here. Yeah. And you got to feel if you're Notre Dame, you got all these grad transfers in your defensive front. You think your defensive front's going to be really good. And all of a sudden, you know, you you get tired. I mean, I think part of this too was the heat and humidity down there, right? I think we saw the perfect example of, of not accounting for that in the overtotals and understanding that the teams were weary, but I never anticipated the big plays. 
you know, 89-yard touchdown run. Who could figure that out, right? Like, how often do you see that? I mean, I every time I thought Florida State was going to be out of the game, they make a big play, start the second half, you know, run the thing through. So, look, I think if you are Notre Dame, you've got to say to yourself, we've got to get better defensively. We've got to be able to shut down these big plays and see if we can hold up. Well, I worry about their secondary, though, Patrick. Yes. They did not look like they could cover very well. No, I think that's something I wrote down here. And also, you and I and mostly everybody expected Notre Dame, like they had been doing, to run the football. Well, they had one, two, three, Mayor Austin Jr. and Williams all over 80 yards receiving. Mayor had 120, 91 for Austin Jr. And Jack Cohn, all of a sudden, 366, four touchdowns. He had the pick, but he was very efficient. Yeah, you know, and, and look, he didn't make the mistakes, which Florida State did, you know, and, and they were able to, you know, effectively move the ball. What I wonder, Patrick, is when you're controlling the pace of the game, why do you play fast and run the ball? Like, why not let that clock go I down know. a little bit? Know. You know, like, why are you trying to race this game up? Like, are you watching the same game I'm watching? Like, why do we want to make it a track meet? And I, and I think that's something that Notre Dame, I think this is what's going to have to happen after week one of the, of the college season is you got to go back as a coach and say to yourself, what do we have to do to win the game? Like, who are we and what do we must be able to do to execute to win games? And I think if you're Notre Dame, you got to slow the pace down a little bit, right? You don't want to get in a track meet with too many people because I think it puts the pressure on Kuhn to really become a very good passer and not just a play-action passer. So there's lessons learned from week one as we go into week two. I I thought almost while I was watching, I almost texted you. It's almost like Brian Kelly felt like he had a weapon with Cone. Like years of Ian Book not being, he was limited. He really couldn't stretch the field. I mean, he's in the NFL, but he really wasn't a guy that could stretch the field. It's not like Cone has the greatest arm in the world, but he throws a deep ball a little bit. You, you, you can have a little, you could open up the offense a little bit more with Cone than Book. And I felt like Kelly got kind of caught in that. Yeah, and, you know, look, he, he was able to not make the mistakes, but I think this is really more about, you know, the mistakes of Florida State. I mean, right before Travis throws the interception, I, I said to Bill and everybody, well, this kid turns the ball over way too much, and boom, there he goes. He turns it over, yeah. you know? And, I, look, I, I think if you're Mike Norvell, you got to feel really good about your team, the competitiveness. You didn't, you didn't wilt under the pressure. You know, you were able to get Mackenzie Milton in there who looks, you know, there's the perfect example, Patrick, of a kid who looks like what I call the crib thing. Like, he's a quarterback. When his mama lifted him from the crib, he, he was a quarterback. He just had a natural feel, didn't he? Mm -hmm. if nothing was robotic. You know, he just had a great feel for being able to move the team down the field. And unfortunately, they couldn't close it out in overtime. No, I think you nailed it. And it feels like a little bit that fourth quarter, this hasn't been what Florida State's felt like. But Florida State over the past few years has been mentally weak. They made a ton of penalties, made a ton of turnovers, ton of penalties. Uh, so you could see Norvell, who got a lot of transfers as well, including Jermaine Johnson, who had a monster night, the kid from yeah. Georgia. You could see something kind of building here. There was some juice down in Tallahassee. I had a good vibe to it. You know, down 18 going into the fourth and fighting back. There's something to that. I mean, look, when you look at Florida State's defense that they had on the field, ton of freshmen, ton of sophomores, they're going to get better. Yeah. The speed of their team was improving. I mean, you know, Corbin, the kid who took the 89 yard, he's a redshirt sophomore transfer. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got some players here. And I think they're better with McMilton in the game. Can he hold up? I don't know. Because I do think Travis is so inconsistent. 
We hadn't seen Milton since, what, 2018. Just a yeah. catastrophic injury. Nice to see him back. You, 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 I think he just kind of nailed it. You put it so succinctly, just natural. He looked like, you know, and, and, and Jordan Travis is an athlete. You, you can almost understand why Norvell would be titillated to use the quarterback because of the dual threat. But Milton just came in and kind of calmed things down on that drive. Yeah, he played the position of quarterback. I mean, it wasn't an athletic thing. It was a quarterback thing. And so he was able to do that. And I think it was really important that he did. And, you know, and he gave them some confidence. You could feel it. And they got to be able to get the stop to get the ball back. You know, the, the bad snap. I mean, they got a chance to win that game. You got third and four at the 24. You know, you got to and they get the bad snap. And he's got to say he throws it smartly out of bounds near a receiver, doesn't get grounding. And they're able to make the field goal and get it in overtime. And ultimately, you know, that's the killer. You, your boy uh, Jim McKay was in the building last night. Did you see what happened with yeah. Brian Kelly? John McKay. John McKay. <laughs> John McKay pardon I mean, me, with, with Tampa Bay. Really? <laughs> what the, did problem he's... <laughs> is, the problem is with, uh, with guys like me and Brian Kelly, we're older, and nobody, can re- nobody remembers John McKay. Nobody remembers One of the great him. lines of all time. <laughs> yeah, but nobody remembers him. I'm in favor of it, but nobody remembers him. You know, and so, and in this cancel culture that we're living yes. in, it, you better be careful. Yeah, that that was uh, you can't say it now, but back in the day when John McKay just said it was, uh, but just so say, you, yeah, I mean we're, we're a different. We're, I mean there's you know there may be what thirty years, but it must well be three hundred years. I'm in favor of execution. Maybe our entire team needs to be executed tonight. The as uh, Benjamin Britton says, the always affable Brian Kelly. It was uh, it was a callback from back in the day. Everybody take it easy. Okay, uh, so that was last night. Now we turn our attention to tonight as we close out week one. Did you like the lingering games into Sunday and Monday? Have you enjoyed this? I have. I really have. I've really enjoyed the. Kind of the kind of getting into it. I love Saturday was really a lot of fun. I love Sunday. I, I think it's been really good. I think it's been this is a nice way, especially Sunday afternoon was a little boring. We kept looking around saying this is the last Sunday we're going to have free until February the 13th. Or That's after. right. That's right. The, the and you I think of what would kick off 730 your time. I always get so confused because we're 430. So it felt like we were waiting. 730 is a little bit of a wait for last night. And you're going to have to wait again because Louisville, Mississippi tonight on Labor Day. Happy Labor Day, Michael Lombardi on Labor yeah, Day. We'll, we'll labor on Labor yeah, Day. We'll grind. And it's interesting because Louisville and Mississippi, Louisville's got a ton of kids as far as returning production near the bottom as far as college football. Mississippi bringing back a ton. No Lane Kiffin, as we broke to you on Lombardi Line last week, as far as the COVID. However, this one opened nine, and I am starting to see uh, Circa's at eight. Which is surprising because Caesars is at nine and a half. So it's all we we have uh nine and a half, but Circa's all the way down to eight. Yeah, and, and the under starting to tick slightly down from yes. seventy five with seventy four and a half now. Yep. I do you, don't you feel like this is gonna really be a problem for uh Mississippi not having their best play caller there? I, I, I that's, mean I, I yeah, I, I do. Mean, their offense is good and they're gonna gain a bunch of extra possessions, but Somebody's got to manage the game, right? Somebody's got to watch the flow of the game. And I don't think if you're Mississippi, you know, you want to be in these, you want to be able to control the pace of the game, not necessarily have to always get in a shootout. And concerning with, with, with their quarterback, uh, Matt Corral, I mean, he does turn the, he is, has a propensity to turn the ball over and he gains extra possessions. There's no doubt about that, but 
He's outstanding. I mean, you know, he throws 29 touchdown passes. He completes 71%. I mean, they averaged last year 580 yards, 39 points a game. I mean, I think without their play caller, there's going to be a regression. Well, yeah. I mean, Kiffin, he calls a wonderful game. Say what you want about Lane Kiffin. The Rebels scored nearly 40 points, 6.97 yards per play. And then Corral was almost completing 71%. He'll he'll throw a pick, but he'll sling it. He's not going to stop slinging. He's a Heisman hopeful. You'll see tonight. Got a live arm. He'll sling it. And it's an inexperienced Louisville defense. So, they could be picking apart these the, the 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 secondary of Louisville, who is young. Like I mentioned, the returning starters, not a ton of production. So again, that's where uh, a little surprised to see such variance. A nine and a half here, eight over circa. But what you just said was the most interesting thing. I think we saw some seventy-five and a halfs, uh, maybe a seventy-six on the board yesterday on the Lombardi line, and now we're seeing seventy-four and a half. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, I never anticipated that game last night going to the over, you know, and I and I think heat and humidity outdoors had it, but we will be air conditioned inside in Atlanta, so maybe it will not slow down. The, but neither team is a great defensive team. We know that. Where Louisville really struggles is they were minus 12 in the turnover takeaway column last year, you know, and uh, they were also minus 75 in their yards, yards gained versus yards allowed. So, you know, there's got to be a lot of production come from their defense. And this is a tough game to see if you've got your defense back on track against a really high-powered offense of Ole Miss. Here's what, here's what I'll say. Malik Cunningham, if he stays healthy, he's a difference man. I mean, he is so much fun to watch, a total difference mm-hmm. maker. I know I was reading through some of the blogs today. <laughs> Louisville, they love the offensive line. Malik Cunningham, who was injured a lot last year, if he stays healthy, there's going to be points. I mean, put it this way. The Rebels, they scored almost 40. They gave up 38 last year. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> they, and they changed defensive staffs. I mean, they changed defensive staffs. So, you know, this is the thing about the, the South, and the, which is so unbelievable. Malik Cunningham's a kid from Montgomery, Alabama, and he's at Louisville. And he's a talented redshirt junior quarterback with a ton of skills and athleticism. I mean, there's so many good players, so many good players in the South that a team like Louisville, which, you know, look, Louisville's got, when Bobby Petrino was there, they had a ton of players. And this kid's got a lot of skill going for him. I mean, you know, he was a four-star recruit coming out of high school, was the 64th ranked overall athlete. I mean, this is not a, a, a guy that they just showed up. I mean, he was the number one quarterback in Alabama, and he was the nine dual threat quarterback in America. So this is a really, really good, talented player that I think has gotten better as it goes along. Yeah, I love Cunningham. Uh, but Corral's also very athletic. He ran for over 500 mm-hmm. yards last year as well, Michael. You know, Petrino's coup de gras was going to Miami and getting Lamar Jackson to, to your point about that program dipping South and picking up some big time players. I mean, I think they're building a statue of Lamar outside, which they should. I mean, he they was, they, I, he, he was such an electric player, obviously an MVP in the league. Um, but there you see it. And we could throw that up quickly where Kiffin who Ole Miss had a hundred percent vaccination rate, Michael. And it just, it happens. Everybody else tested negative to which Kiffin, you know, not being political, but he said that's the, the reason everybody else is negative and I'm positive is because we've all been vaccinated. I have no clue how that works. I just know to your point, and I asked you yesterday and you kind of brushed me off and I get it. He's not going to be texting, but Apple watches. I mean, just somebody that is such an offensive play caller to not be involved in the rhythm of the game is going to be weird tonight. 
It's got, that's what I, I'm a little worried about that. That's why I think this. I think this could be the reason the under ticked down a little bit. You know, and, and yeah, he sure. doesn't have. I mean, because football's a game of adjustments, right? We've got to go from one to the other, and how do we handle it? What do we do on the adjustments? It's the strategy, the tactics within the game, and and he is obviously the highest paid coach on the staff because he's the best coach on the staff. And when you lose the best coach on the staff, it has to send, it has to bring something to the table. I mean, we've seen it, and, and, and this is not, I mean, Kiffin's not going to, when the game starts, he's just not watching the game. He's calling the game. He's not, go Tigers, he's not Ed Orgeron who's mm-hmm. just going to watch the game. You know, if, if Ed missed because of COVID, nobody would know he wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> it's you all laugh. That, it's true. It's all that prep. No, I do agree with it. It's all that prep. See, where Ed makes his hay is all the preparation leading into the game. He doesn't have to do yeah, it he, during the game. Yeah, he just recruits them and, you know, and to get them motivated and you know, give the pregame speech and then go Tigers and then we go off. Go Tigers. And uh, just as a note, we mentioned it yesterday and should reassert, this is going to be Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta. So a neutral field for Louisville and uh, Mississippi hype. Uh, Hopes are high down in Oxford. This is a, this is a team that went nuts. They brought in a bunch of transfers defensively to improve a unit that was terrible. Really, what it comes down to is you mentioned it perfectly. They're, if he doesn't turn the ball over, Corral, they win. If he does, they lose. That's really because he he can be a little reckless. He can be, and you know he's very talented. He can run. He's athletic, and they've got skill. Let's not ever forget that they don't have a ton of skill players, and they bring. They're 22nd in the country in terms of bringing back. Uh, the players they have, whether it's Mingo, the outside receiver, you know, Sanders. I mean, this is a good team. This is a really good team. Jeremy James, the tight end. I mean, the right tackle is going to be a really good pro prospect, I think, at some point. So they're, they're really a good team. Got that beautiful, I don't know what the blue is, but that Ole Miss blue, Michael, is my favorite yeah. blue. You know what I'm talking? It's the not a, white, oh, it's yeah. Ed Ogeron, it's sissy. Like it's, not, it's not Carolina blue, but it's a it's, different uh, yeah, blue. Yeah, exactly. It. I'm trying to, by the way, UCLA embracing your boy, Go Tigers. They put up at the top of their Twitter feed, sissy blue with the Jordan logo. So that is, uh, that's UCLA embracing Mr. Ogeron's uh, attempt not? to fade them. Uh, we do have a starter named for the Texans. When we come back, we'll announce the starter for the Houston Texans this year. It's the Lombardi line. Football's right around the corner, coming up in three days. BetMGM Sports Nevada, premier sports betting app, of course, the NFL. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. 
Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or years or older. Pardon me. Uh, and physically located in Nevada. 1-800-522-4700 if you have a gambling issue. Thomas Gable coming up in about five minutes. William Hill's going to be along. He, along with Michael Lombardi, had Notre Dame last night covering that 7-7.5. Seven, seven and, and our buddy has returned. My goodness, Josh Applebaum. How long was he gone for? We're excited to have our buddy, um, Mr. Don't say that word back. Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher, Lombardi line on a Monday. The six, I mentioned we're just three days away from the kickoff of the NFL season. Uh, it doesn't feel like it here, by the way. The Texans have announced a starter. We'll get to that. 110 excessive heat warnings popping up on our phones here. So it's uh, it's the, the fall has settled in in Las Vegas. Only 110, Michael. We're good to go. Well, you know, I mean, it's to stay inside, you know, air conditioned. That's what it's there Watch for. some football. I mean, what else? Watch a little football. I mean, there's no sense in heading out trying to brave the elements, Patrick. 110. It's got to stay. You know, you got what, one more week of this. You'll get better. We'll be all It'll right. We'll be all right. Yeah. Well, will the, will the Texans. Big game coming Monday night. You oh, I can't close. wait. I, mean, I can't wait. And Tanner Muse won't be around. We'll get to him in just a little bit. But <laughs> will the Texans, I know that's one of the games you're focused on in week one with Jacksonville in town. You and I are on the same page here. A surprise. Jacksonville shouldn't be laying anything to anybody ever on the road. Uh, but. David Coley has announced Tyrod Taylor as a starter. The reason, you know, many people are just like, wait, isn't there a technicality here? Deshaun Watson hasn't been suspended technically. So the idea that Coley confirms Taylor as the starter, I guess it's a story. Well, but, you know, I mean, they made it very clear what their, their plan of action is with Deshaun. I mean, he's going to be on the 53. He's not going to dress. He's just going to carry on as if he were an injured player, not part of the dressing 46 and get paid until he can sort out all these issues that are off the field. Could, couldn't technically the organization say, and call the NFL's bluff and say, until you make a move and announce some sort of penalty here, we're going to start the kid. We're going to start Watson. But then they're saying, you know, then they fall into the trap. Are, are they going to let a guy play who may be, you know, did something wrong that it reflects that, no, you're right. PR them. wise disaster. You know, it's like, how do you handle that? Like let due process carry itself out. You know, everybody has a right, you know, to due process. You're innocent until proven guilty. 22 charges in the civil cases, eight against the jury uh, against the uh, are looked at by the grand jury. Let it all play out. I think you're right. And I'm taking a look, just updating this, Michael, still three. So, I mean, that line is in the freezer. It has been frozen at three with Jacksonville laying it at Houston. Shocking. It it really is, especially considering where, you know, where the Jacksonville Jaguars were this summer and where their offensive line is. And, you know, the part of that David Culley has going for him is he has this us against the world mentality that he can really play into. And, you know, he knows Daryl Bevel. They've played against I mean, there's, there's a lot of commonality in these opening games. But more importantly, I think opening game strategy-wise, whether heat and humidity will be a huge factor. Now, they'll have, probably have the roof closed in Houston, so that won't be here. So crowd noise is going to be a factor. And these games are all going to come down to these close minutes and who can execute. I mean, we all know that. We know this is going to happen as we go forward, particularly also with players coming back off of vacation most players had Saturday, Sunday, and maybe Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They were able to leave. We're going to find out where everyone's team is in the next 48 hours it's in funny. terms of the vaccination. Yeah, that's a good point. It's funny how we just put 
first year head coaches in boxes like Coley. The expectations is he's going to struggle. And then all of a sudden with Staley, the, he's like one of the leaders in the clubhouse to win co- coach of the year. Like, Michael, you can explain better. Than anybody coaching a team and calling plays. I mean, it's not even, there's not even the same planet. Right. It's hard. And I think the reason Coley's getting so much love is they know they're good on offense. And if he just does what he's capable of doing defensively, the Chargers should be a better team. And sure. all those games that they lost in the final four minutes because their defense couldn't get off the field or because they couldn't get first downs with their offense, the big leads that they gave up, everybody's just assuming that once Anthony Lynn is gone, you know, once Gus Bradley's gone, this will all come back and, and turn around the positive way for him. Yep. Still Jags, though. That's one Michael and I have been obsessed with the Jaguars. Lane three at the Texans. They shouldn't lay three to the 08 Lions. I mean, it's the Jags, so 44 and a half on the total. How did the decision work out last night with Notre Dame at Tallahassee? 4-1 Thomas Gable. We'll find out when we come back. Then William Hill joins us here. Lombardi Line on a Monday. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you, Benjamin Britton. So if you are a procrastinator like myself, you've got mm-hmm. two couple days here, Michael, to get the guide. 1999, yeah. the, the <laughs> v Pro Football Betting Guide. You get the best bets to win totals, division finishes, and well, player awards. And you should. v why wouldn't you? Well, I, I don't know. v slash subscribe. v slash subscribe. The big guy hanging out in Jersey. We bring in. I mean, seriously, you got to get it. I mean, if not now, when, Patrick? <laughs> if not now, I when? believe a wise man, John McKay, said that. Uh, mm-hmm. A wise man is Thomas Gable. And uh, yes. he, he seems, I bet he's he's got a little pep in his step. I think he had a nice weekend as we say hi to the race and sports book director. Director at the Borgata, Thomas Gable, of course, an integral part to the Lombardi line. What's going on, TG? How are you guys? Uh, happy Labor Day to you both. Uh, you big, big day here with, um, I mean, a lot going on for Labor Day. We got closing day at Del Mar there, Patrick. I'm, I'm sorry, aware. And, uh, I'm aware. Yeah, and Saratoga running today. So some, uh, some big races and going on and. I'm just glad you showed up for work today. Patrick, <laughs> uh, eventually, me, you're me getting too, a knuckle sandwich. You're going to get a knuckle sandwich. How did Thomas, uh, <laughs> yeah, you left out? You also left out all these people will be leaving. We'll have our island back again, right? I mean, this yeah, will be the bridges right, will be yeah. us. To the, that's the best part of Labor Day. Everybody goes home. It's like I want to play Billy Joel, um, famous last word song. You know, we're going to put the sheets <laughs> on the chandeliers. Get them out of town. Let's go get our get town the tourists back. the hell out of here. Yeah. Let's go, return yeah. to some normalcy. How was yeah. uh, the decision last night, my man? Uh, did you? You end up closing seven and a half or seven with Notre Dame. Yeah, we went to seven and a half. Uh, we were pretty heavy on Notre Dame, moved to seven and a half, and then we we took uh, some decent Florida State money at seven and a half. So uh, ended up, I think, a small loser on the game uh, overall. But I mean, not not too bad um, of a result overall for the day. I mean, it, it was it was just one of those days. I mean, you, you win some, you lose some, uh, but. It ended up not being that big of a decision for us in that game. 
The uh, well, you got one. How about tonight, Thomas? Yeah. I mean, what are you thinking about tonight? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you'll have a lot of people there before they head back to their uh, back to Philadelphia and, and whatnot, uh, Mississippi, yeah. Louisville. What are you thinking? We um, so we've already seen uh, a, a big uh, move here in literally within the last, I would say, 45 minutes. Um, so it was 10 Mississippi laying 10. Now this game opened back months ago, Mississippi laying seven and a half. Uh, it got as high as 10 and a half. It was a 10 this morning. <clears throat> I took a $110,000 bet uh, maybe an hour ago. We moved off of that, but then you've also seen some other respected money hit the market. So now this is, this is down to eight and a half right now in, wow. in most spots. Um, I think you can still find some nine, nine and a half out there, but there's a lot of uh, eight and a halfs, including here. Uh, you just saw a lot of respected money hit the market on uh, on Louisville taking the points. So uh, definitely a, a big move here within the last hour on this game. Should be a nice quarterback matchup today, though, with uh, Louisville's Malik Cunningham going up against the Rebels' Matt Corral. He had over 3,300 yards passing last season with 29 TDs. He ran for 500 yards. Cunningham threw for 2,617 yards and 20 TDs. Also ran for 609 yards and another seven TDs on the ground. Ole Miss, they obviously have one of the top offenses in the country. Louisville did show some signs of improvement on defense last season as the season wore on. But, Michael, I wanted to get your take here on what it means for Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin not on the sidelines. It is clock management and some other things there that fall on the head coach something that becomes a concern without the head coach being there on the sideline? Yeah, and I think this is why we're seeing the line movement back to Louisville, back to that original number, because I think without Kiffin, you lose your best play caller. And where does it affect you the most? It affects you on those gray areas where, you know, you have third and five at the 35. Are you in two down? Do you call it two down? Are you in one that are you going to go for it on fourth down here? What are you going to do? You know, how are we going to handle this drive? Are we going to take chances if we're backed up? All the game situations where you need to rely on your head coach to, to tell the play caller or your play caller who is the head coach. I think this really becomes a little bit of a problem in the communication to the staff. You know, how does that all work out? You know, coaches then think, okay, I'm going to do what I want to do. Or, you know, maybe Lane would tell the defense coordinator, look, I want to play a little bit more zone here. I want to play a little bit more, you know, cover two here. Whatever it is, I I think losing your best coach has to show up somewhere in the point spread or else why do we even have coaches? Yeah, and Thomas, Circa actually dipped all the way to eight. They're back up to eight and a half. This number's all over. It's jumping, right? And the total, are you 74 and a half there? Yeah, we are 74 and a half. And, and like I said, Patrick, that, you just saw within the last, I would say, 45 minutes or so, just a, a ton of uh, money coming in on, on Louisville across the market. So um, they, some groups uh, hit that, and that's what's really causing this uh, movement to happen. Yeah, because in your uh, notes, his, his notes, Michael, were 10 just not too long ago. So think about that. That's I know, a key number. I know. I, before you go, Thomas, I want to quickly shift into the week one of the NFL. And, like, I know it's early, and I know that we don't know a lot of the COVID cases that could perhaps uh, hurt some of these numbers. But what is the one game on the board that has trending in a lot of action that's so far for you over the weekend? So the game that's uh... – that everybody has really, it's kind of one-sided, it, it, it's the Steelers and Bills game. And 
it's a lot of Buffalo money that we've been taking in here. And Pittsburgh typically traditionally gets bet. Uh, they're a very public team. But the Bills, I think everybody saw what they did last year. Everybody's still counting on Josh Allen to have a big year. And they're getting uh, pretty heavily bet here. They That game has the most money written on it uh, on any game on the week one board. And the Bills by far are the ones taking that money here. Wow. ATG, not to, I'm not making light of tropical storms, but there is a tropical storm called the NFL coming your way. And for, yeah. starting on Thursday, because you just mentioned you had record handle this past weekend on college football. This, this is going to be wild. I mean, this Sunday is going to be nuts at the Borgata. Yeah, I mean, I, I really think uh, this September, this month right now that we're in, I, I believe Jersey has the uh, – um, probably is the favorite right now to – write a billion dollars in a month for the yep. first time uh, since sports betting became legal. Nobody said that the billion dollar mark can handle in a month, but I think this could be the month that Jersey hits it. Garden state is throwing a lot of cash around. That's one thing we <laughs> so good. Who, 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 who knew people love betting in Bruce in the garden state, but that's the facts yeah. because that is what's yeah. happening. The numbers are insane. We were bo- Patrick, we were born to bet. We I mean, were, we were born to ride, born to run, born to bet. All of it. <laughs> Thomas Gable. We'll talk to you later in the week. Good luck to you, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, Thomas. All right, thanks guys. William Hill, Michael, joins us next. He'll be yeah. peacocking. He'll be feeling himself after a big, uh, after he catches the seven. I think he even got seven and a half with Notre Dame. So that's a winner for William. He joins us next here. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. So register using the code BSIN, B-S-I-N, 100, and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football team scoring. That happens. You're going to win 100 bucks. Bonus code VSIN100. Visit BetMGM.com. Download the BetMGM app. Paid for in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. Got a gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. So a voice and face you should get to know as the NFL season approaches is Will Hill. He is an integral part to the show as well. We've got the squad. We've got Bill Berman. Happy birthday, Bill. We've got, of course, Josh Applebaum. We've got William Hill. Will Hill. We've got Thomas Gable. It's, It's a good crew, Michael Lombardi. Yeah, I, I mean, look, we got it all. We have a cover from every single angle. We've got, uh, you know, we got the line movement. We've got the the sports betting. We got inside the book. We got it all, Patrick. He <laughs> do have the line movement. And we have a guy who hate. We guy a guy who hates, hates punning. Punny. I mean, we have it all. He can have it all. How's it going, Sunshine? I see you got a little surly look on your face in the middle there, Will Hill. Uh- I'm nervous. I'm sweating. Belinda Benchich, my uh, my U.S. Open <laughs> women's future pick. What a what a first set tiebreak, 14 to 12. She pulls it out. Five match points. She wins. Now we're uh, we're one one in the second set. Sweating now like I got like 32 to one on her. She wins today. She's in the quarters. Nice. But we, bar- we we buried the lead yesterday. I did a bad job not mentioning this. 
So Lombardi goes out to the University of Arizona a couple weeks ago, spends a few days there. And Jed Fish, his first possession as head coach of Arizona, what does he do? Fourth down on his own 24-yard line, he goes for it, and he gets it. And then later in the first quarter, fourth down on his own 29, he goes for it again, and he gets it again. I, I actually live bet Arizona just when he went for it the first time out of principle. I said, you know what? This is a smart, well-coached team. I am all in on Arizona. I now have a favorite coach, a favorite team. You certainly rubbed off on Mr. Fish uh, Lombardi. I would have, I mean, I would have not gone for it, but they ran the jet sweep with the quarterback sneak. So I watched the tape this morning. I would have not done it, but he did it. But just for the record, let's just get this for the record. It produced no points. It produced no points. You know, they didn't get any points on it. They had a punt the one time, and I think they missed the field goal the other time. I mean, look, the the number one thing that cost Arizona that, that game was they took sacks. On the, in the places on the field you can't take sacks in. Every time you walk into a quarterback's room, team meeting room, there should be a giant board up on the wall just to remind the quarterback where you can't take a sack. Mackenzie Milton did a wonderful job when that bad snap happened and he got rid of the ball. Had he, had, had he just fallen on that ball there, that field goal probably wouldn't have been very good. But because he was so smart, he threw it away, and it was good. That's what cost Arizona the game. Do you guys know this? Did Millen have any sort of injury in his past? They didn't really mention it on the game last night. I mean, I only <laughs> no, think I heard right. 15 or yeah. 15 I mean, or 20 I thought times. we were going to get the whole operating team in there to go through the surgery again. I mean, oh, my God. Uh, like, I okay. thought Alex Smith was starting for Florida State. Can, we, I, exactly. can I not see a, another I love the kid. Yeah. I love the kid. I loved it. Hey, um, well, one with Arizona and Fish. I mean, Sumlin, a lot of kids bailed. It's tough to take over a program like that. He'll do his best. But I, that that is an erotic experience for Will Hill when he's on his own 24 and he decides to go for it on fourth down last night. Will and I were texting a little bit and going into the fourth down 18. I, I think you were a little pessimistic. I never felt like they were super out of covering that seven. Some books went off at seven and a half. Will. And you, 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 very rarely is there a fourth down where you go for it. And I'm a little bit like, whoa, I can't believe he did that. But fourth down and two, I think it was yes. a long two on his own 33. That's one where at least where he punted, I would have said, how could you punt there? That was a weird one. Plus watching the game, it didn't feel like they were going to get it. I mean, they were just, uh, you know, they had a couple of big plays on offense, but they weren't really piecing together offense. I, I wonder, you know, what they were looking at w- with Milton and the other kid in terms of practice and how Milton didn't beat him out for the job. Maybe they were worried, you know, with all the leg injuries that behind a bad offensive line, the other kid was a better fit. But to me, Milton just looked like the better player. And, it's, you know, it's funny. He probably won the job just because the kid's helmet come off. I mean, it, it, it happens just mm-hmm. like that. The That's kid's funny. helmet comes off. He has to go in for one play, throws a beautiful pass, and then it looks like it'll probably be his job going forward. I don't know if they've made an announcement, but uh, just funny how those things work. It had to be the injury, right, Will? I mean, because to me, the one kid's just a natural quarterback. The other kid's a good athlete playing quarterback uh, who makes some bad decisions, and you know he was going to do that. And you got to feel like they just weren't comfortable that maybe he could withstand the whole game. We'll see what happens moving forward. But at least it was nice to see Florida State's athleticism and their speed back in those uniforms again as their program has really taken a little bit of a turn for the worst. Now hopefully they'll get them back, which will make the ACC – a better conference. I mean, with them, North Carolina, Miami, now all of a sudden we got something. Yeah, Jordan Travis. Go ahead, please, Will. 
No, I was going to just to, to piggyback that point. You know, it was good. UCLA beats LSU. Georgia beats Clemson. We need to break up just from a fan's perspective, this monopoly that the, the top few teams have just to get more people interested. I mean, we all love the sport. I love the sport too, but it does get a little you know, repetitive whenever you're it's Bama, it's Clemson, Ohio state. I, I think getting a little new blood, uh, a little more unpredictability into the sport is, uh, is probably a good thing. I think you're right. I think you're right. And Jordan Travis, a great athlete, but he threw a million picks last year as well. Speaking of which, Michael said it astutely. Matt Corral doesn't turn the football over. This Mississippi team's going to win, but he had a ton of picks last year as well. Here we go, Will. Louisville, Mississippi in Atlanta tonight. The number, the side is jumping all over the place. As a matter of fact, circle went all the way down to eight. This morning, when our buddy Thomas Gable wrote us, it was 10. You're focusing on the total, which is dipped from 75 and a half down to 74 and a half. Yeah, I took a little at 10. I don't really like it under that, so I would stay away. I do like the under, though. I think, you know, no Lane Kiffin, that's going to be a substitute play caller. And look, as a substitute play caller, and you're a nine and a half, ten 10-point favorite, you're probably not going to be too aggressive. You're not going to be running triple reverses, throwing the ball over the place. You say, you know what? Let's be conservative. Let's get out of here with a win. Uh, so I could see a lower-scoring game. On the other side of the ball, I think Louisville, to keep Ole Miss off the field, I think they're going to play a slow ball control offense, try to keep Crow off the field. Uh, you know, they don't return a lot of skill offensively. The quarterback's pretty good, but he doesn't have a whole lot around him. So I could see a conservative game plan, you know, really from both teams. And this is a high total. I mean, you got to basically get into, you know, high 70s, 80s to hit this thing. Uh, I think this this move to the under is the correct move. I like the under here. I, I do, too. And even though that Louisville's 12 of the last 16 games have gone over, you know, uh, you still think, I think losing Lane Kiffin really makes this, you have to worry a little bit here. Is can they adjust? How's it all going to go out? And I'm with you. If I'm Louisville, when I say I want to kind of slow the pace down, it doesn't mean I want to huddle. I want to get to the line, but I don't want to snap the ball till three, two seconds left to go. I want to give myself a chance to get in the right play, look at the defense, and also milk the clock. I think that's really the, there's there's a disconnect between playing slow and playing fast. I want to play fast, but I want to take my time, as John Wooden said. And will you know this when you're betting a total 74, 76 ish, if they're every possession, if you're on the yeah. over and it doesn't end up in, with points, you're just like, you feel like you're dead. Yeah. Or a seven minute drive that ends in a field goal or a yeah, exactly. missed field goal, or you drive six, seven minutes and you turn it over in the red zone. I mean, there's, like you said, it's, it's well said. There's very little uh, margin for error when you're betting a total to go over this. That's this high. Okay. I'll throw this at both of you. If I said the team total for Ole Miss against that young inexperienced Louisville defense, but again, no Lane Kiffin. If the team total is 43 and a half, Michael Lombardi, which way are you going on the team total for Ole Miss? You know, I'm going to lean under here. I'm just going to lean under only because I did feel like there was going to be some re regression based on even though the offenses, I think the offenses are going to be behind the defense. Now, coming off that game last night, I think weather, the heat, humidity of that game, and, the, and who could have predicted the big plays? I mean, 89-yard touchdown run, the big pass plays. I mean, the part of being a good coach is you can't eliminate the big plays, right? I kind of think this under, I would go under the 43 only because I think they're going to miss the coach. Okay. There it is. Williams with you as well. Well, do you want to follow up on that? No, I, I would agree with that. Just, I think, I mean, look, you got to get six touchdowns and a field goal. Like I said, I just think Louisville will slow the game down. So, uh, you know, reduce the game, fewer possessions. So I'll go on under that one too. You want to go to the hard court U S open. You want to go baseball, hit the diamond. You're up. You're up. Will. 
We can go baseball here. I like the Blue Jays. You know, Tyone, I think, is a guy you could fade the rest of the year. He didn't pitch last year, so no innings pitched last year. 34 innings pitched in 2019. He's already up to 130 innings pitched this year, and it's starting to show. He gave up five runs his last start, six runs to start before that. Uh, he faces a Blue Jays team that is red hot. They've won eight of nine. And even if you get a lead, the Yankees bullpen is just a, a total mess. They don't have a day off here for a few weeks. Britain's out. Loisega's out. Chapman's a mess. So this Yankee team that was red hot not too long ago, I mean, that's typical baseball for you. Now they lose two out of three to the Orioles. They're going the wrong direction. Uh, I, I think the Blue Jays at plus money here is a good bet. I like Toronto. All right. And then I believe you're going to go under the post of total Phillies Brewers today. Yeah, probably split my bet here between the full game and the first five. I mean, these two guys that are probably going to finish in the top five of Cy Young, uh, Cy Young voting here with Wheeler and Brandon Woodruff, just two nasty pitchers, maybe a playoff preview, man, man, would I love that to, uh, to get my Phillies here in the playoffs and catch my NLEs futures, but, uh, just a great pitching matchup. I'll go under, I think you get under three and a half. The first five, the full game has come down from seven and a half down to seven, which I do agree with that move. So I like the under here. Well, it's Monday. What week one game has caught your eye that you're like, I think that's really going to be a good play. Man, it's hard to narrow Are down. Are you with like us on Chargers. Jacksonville and, and Houston? How about that one? I missed. I, I listened to the first 20 minutes of the show. Where did you guys lean with that? Oh, okay, Applebaum. Thank you. Well, obviously, uh, yeah. we, think it's du- <laughs> we, think, we think it's dubious Jacksonville's laying three to anybody on the road. Oh yeah, you can't be laying the three. If you like, if you got the three, you missed the best number. There was too many two and a halfs out there. Three is the key number. So, you know that at three it would probably be a pass for me. The one I really like is Atlanta. I think they're going to be much better. I think they're going to be much better coached. Uh, I don't trust Philly in the back seven. I don't like Hurts. So, I think Atlanta's going to be much better this year. I will lay the three and a half with uh, with the Falcons for sure. I think you're going to be doing the Dirty Bird in Los Angeles Super Bowl. The way you're talking about this Falcon team, my goodness, you're going to be—they're going to be in the Super Bowl, no doubt, right? But there's always a team in the preseason that plays bad that looks good in Week One, that, right? That's true. I think that's always the case. Uh, you're, you nailed it. Uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll never do the dirty bird in eighth grade. The Vikings lost that game to the Falcons, the 98 NFC championship game. I got mocked with the dirty bird so many times that I, I will never, I can promise you, I will never do the dirty bird. I love Still it. hate Jamal Anderson. My goodness. Uh, who are you? Wa- who are you watching right now? I'm going to follow the, uh, the uh, tennis player. Ben Chich, uh up to one up 40 to 15 about to break. We, 35 we to one finals here. Let's right, go. Let's go. go Good job. Love Good it. job. Thank William. you. Will. Thank you. Appreciate right, it. See you guys. There you go. It's okay. I understand. I understand. We continue with the Lombardi line on a Monday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.